We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome to Light Years. Andy Lou, the Warriors will officially be playing 82 games next season. We found it out today. I wasn't sure they're going to. Last year they didn't. I know they formally did, but they definitely didn't try in 82. Um, schedule release, I was I was kind of surprised how excited I was for it. Maybe it's just because I'm thirsty for, for Warrior content. I think that's what it's coming down to. I think it's one of the most... Uh anticipated seasons for the Warriors that we've had in a long time. I mean, each season gets more crazy as Steph gets older. And, sure. uh, of course, this one, I mean, this is as locked in as the Warriors have been since the championship run, right? So this is – I was pumped up, man. I wanted to see if the Warriors could get off to a good start. Yeah, so so it's interesting. So we're going to talk through the schedule. I'm going to share it right now. Um, a, a couple things pop out to me real quick when I look at this schedule. So seven of their first nine are on the road. Mm. Given how they played on the road last year, that's kind of scary. But if being honest about it, it's not the toughest road slate. You know, at Sacramento, they're good. But like, I don't know, Sac, Homer, Road, I don't think it matters because basically Bay Area extended anyway, right? Um, It's not like you're flying cross country is my point. Yep. And then Houston, New Orleans, I think Houston will be a little better this year. Uh, but they'll probably start like a young team. And then New Orleans, I mean, who knows? Will Zion be playing then? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Home for Sacramento. And then OKC, Cleveland, Detroit, at Denver. I can almost guarantee you at Denver at the end of a road trip is an L. Everything else there, like if they're locked in, I'm not like terrified of that schedule. It's not, it's not a hard schedule. It's just road heavy off the bat. It's going to tell us a lot about, is this team, we're going to find out within the first 10 games, is this team different? First nine games, is this team different from what it was last season? Because how many times did we talk about the Warriors being freaking terrible on the road last season? And mm-hmm. uh, the large, the big problem was that was team chemistry was terrible. Up and down the right. roster, it was terrible. Like, I don't care who played well or who didn't play well. They hated each other. So they were always going to be bad on the road because on the road is when you need to have good chemistry to play together, right? So we're going to find out real quick. We're going to find out real quick whether Chris Paul is bought in, I think. That's what the first nine games tell me. We're going to know right away, Sam, within the first two weeks of the season, is Chris Paul bought in? Because 
if they're on the road and let's say they're closing with Chris Paul or some games they don't close with Chris Paul and they get out of the stretch like six and three, I'm locked in. Like, this is a real team. This is a real team. Yeah, I'm looking at that first nine. And if they're five and four or six and three, I think they're going to be like 15 and five after the first 20. Because the interesting thing is like, yes, they have two mini road trips off the bat, three games, four games, nothing crazy. But seven of the first nine on the roads, obviously, you'd prefer to be at home. After that, eight of the next 11 are at home, and they don't leave the Pacific time zone. Their three road games are Phoenix, Sacramento, and L.A. So, And the interesting thing is if you extend that all the way until January January 12th. They just keep going down. They don't. <laughs> fly past denver like yeah they they in the month of december they have the normal home road split it's like kind of 50 50 a little more home heavy honestly but it's like the road games are portland la phoenix you know it denver denver is obviously tough no matter what but it's not a long flight and so i'm looking at this you're right if they get off to a solid start if they go four and three in those first seven road games. They're not traveling a lot, which I think really matters for an older team and just for chemistry and feeling better. They could easily be 15 and five through that first 20, which gets us to the play in tournament. They might be 25 and seven, 26 and six, Something crazy like that when they finally have to start doing those East Coast road trips starting January 12th against Chicago. Very favorable travel in the early months. I two think whole month. that's two whole months of home games. Yeah, it's yeah. Crazy. I mean, it, it, the, two years ago, how important was that start? They had that eight-game homestand they went 8-0 on, and they started 18-2, and and it really bought them so much cushion when – when Draymond got hurt, uh, when Steph got hurt, when basically everyone except for Looney got hurt because Looney is an Iron Man. Yeah. It was it was so crucial, and like we talked about it on the the play in tournament pod we did a couple days ago. You kind of the first twenty games tend to matter more than the the last twenty games for whatever reason. Teams who come in serious, it's a better predictor of playoff teams than right. ending hot. And I do, I mean, yeah, I, I do also think some of the, if you even want to go deeper, some of these back-to-backs are kind of a joke. I mean, they play, like, for example, let's look at these four back-to-backs. They start off with New Orleans on the back-to-back, which, again, who knows? Then they've got Minnesota on a back-to-back at home. Who knows? They've got some easy back-to-back. Portland on a back-to-back in mid-December. It's like, is Dame even on that team? Portland again on a back-to-back a couple of days later. So it's like, they do lead the league in 15 back-to-backs, but you can argue maybe some of those back-to-backs aren't that hard. You would think yeah. that the Warriors, if they can sit a couple guys, can even win some of those games. I'm mm-hmm. with you. Maybe 25 and 7 is a little too optimistic for my taste, but I do think people I mean, look at those first 10 games and they're like, oh, this is really tough. I'm like, I don't they know. were those two months look pretty easy. They were 28 and 6 when Draymond got hurt two years ago and they won a title. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. You're right. If they do something like that, that's beyond best case scenario like honestly if you're 20 and 10 after your first 30 i'd consider that pretty successful you know as long as you're kind of winning 
winning more than you're losing and kind of getting two wins for every loss, three wins for every loss, that sort of thing, you'll be in fine shape standing wise and you buy yourself a buffer for, you know, the inevitable Steph ankle sprain or the, the stuff, stuff that happens. Uh, you mentioned the back-to-backs. They got 15. I was thinking about this. If they rest Chris Paul and Steph at the same time, I'm going to lose it because the one thing that having Chris Paul should do for you is if you have a back-to-back, rest Steph on one half, rest Chris Paul on the other half. You have a Hall of Fame point guard no matter what on both ends of the back-to-back. You have a lot of older vets on this team who you probably don't want playing back-to-backs. You could throw Clay, Draymond into that mix. But if you don't rest them all in the same game, if you do a little like Clay and CP3 are going to rest the front end and Steph and Draymond are going to rest the back end, to your point, a lot of these matchups aren't super tough. You should be able to get it done in the regular season, and that's kind of something I'm a little more excited about. Two years ago, Poole was able to carry the load when Steph sat last year. He couldn't, and so back-to-backs were just like an automatic L. Uh, that's that's a big thing. I would be I would be surprised. Theoretically, that does make sense. You sit Steph one, you sit Chris Paul one. It feels like they're more inclined to probably sit everyone one and kind of go all out for one win and see if, you know, Lester Quinones and Pajemski can, can just play on the back end. But, I, but also last season was kind of a joke and they were extremely unserious. So th- th- that's what happened. <laughs> Maybe this season, they actually come in with a more, de- cons- like a more logical plan, like to what you're saying. Also, mm-hmm. I think having, and also might help Chris Paul's like, you know, all right, yeah. tonight's your night to yeah. you know, you, you do the run the Chris Paul show uh, tonight. So it might be, you know, you could argue, he just needs to get used to coming off the bench and you don't need to placate him with like Chris Paul nights where, uh, cause they tried to do that with Jordan pool and it just Chris Paul worked. nights. Yeah. 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 You're right. Um, I mean, those were called Jordan pool nights. We should have actually said that when we were doing the shows. Sure. Uh, I, I don't know. It's kind of, but I think the sketch, if we're being honest, yeah, seven of the first nine of the road, that's rough. But if they can just 500 ish through that, as they figure their shit out, they got a nice setup to to have a nice record once they go kind of on those road trips in January and, and March and February and those months. If they have an awful first couple months, I think it's last year repeated because the schedule only gets tougher and they just really won't have an opportunity to make it up, honestly. so that That's what it is. They'd have to make it up by going on the road. Um, they'd have to claw like they did last season. So now they're going all out and you can see how tired clay was and even Draymond was and Jordan, but at the end of the season where they've just got no gas left, they're going on the road for all those games in March. Right. I mean, you even wrote that there's a seven game roadie in late March going into April. Um, and really like the back half of that schedule looks like they're just, <laughs> it looks like they're just on the road the entire time. So you would think of, like you said, if if they jump off to a great start, then it becomes a lot easier in the second half, which is mirroring what it was two seasons ago versus what we saw last season, which is they had to just – again, I mean, it's just – look, is Andrew Wiggins going to play? Is he going to play? Are you going to show up? We saw, with, we saw with Denver last year too, right? Like Denver yeah. – I don't want to say they mailed in the last two months, but there was a lot of like we've already clinched the one seed. We're just going to chill and you know make sure everyone's healthy, right? That would be the best case scenario for the Warriors, right? Like I'm looking at this, you know, yeah, they got the they got four game, five games uh, starting January 12th, 
Um, then you got, you know, another four games in February, another three, four game road trip in March. And then that big seven gamer kind of game 70 to 77 or something, something around then, you know, uh, late March to early February. You don't want to have to be at that point of the schedule and be like, these are all must wins. You want to be able to be like, all right, you know, Steph, you can you can sit in Orlando. Chris Paul, you're going to sit for Charlotte. Clay, you could sit for Dallas. We're just going to kind of manage our way through this because we're comfortable with the seed we're in and we're not worried we're going to fall into the plan. Yep. Um, I'd rather the Warriors be okay going two and five in that roadie instead of having to go five and two because that's what we saw last season. Honestly, three seasons ago, same thing. It's like they <laughs> you they alternate seasons. They alternate. They have, know, they've it, been alternating find- seriousness, you know? We're going to find out first 10 games how serious they're going to be because if they come out and they go two and seven or something like that, we're going to know right real quick. Like, hey, it's probably time to trade Chris Paul. It's probably time to, you know, it's it's time for some big changes. We'll know real, real, real fast. They play some decent teams in the beginning. Also, another thought I had looking at the schedule first 30 games. Uh, every single team is good. There's not that many gimme games in the NBA anymore, I don't think. And uh, part of this is just a ton of talent in the NBA. Part of this is the play-in game. Um, how yeah. many of these games can you say like they're going to win for certain? Like Detroit's a joke. Oh, Detroit, Houston, Detroit, Houston. But I mean, as of are right we now, even sure, are we even sure Detroit's a joke though? Because they're getting paid back. They're too young. They're too young. Yeah. They might be. They might be last year's OKC. I don't think Wiseman's going to be in their rotation. You know, there, he's not. He's not. No. I mean, did you? Not they great. put out a. They put out a preview article, and nowhere in the preview is he mentioned as anything that you should be talking about regarding their team. I don't. It, they do feel a year away from maybe being like OKC, who made the plan. This might be the year that they're like what Orlando was last year, where you're like, hey, if you don't, uh, uh, if you don't show up. They'll beat you. You know, Warriors that found that out. Warriors, actually, the Warriors lost to Detroit. So actually, they found out both. Um, yeah. I don't know. It feels like all, a lot of the teams, maybe like five bad teams in the NBA. You can just say that those are wins. But, dude, outside of that, it's, it's a lot I also, of um, teams. I also feel like, you know, you kind of find out 15, 20 games in who's about to mail in the season. You know, Houston, I think, is going to take a step. I don't know if they're going to be good, but I think. Udoka, they get a couple of veterans. They they feel like they're trying to establish something instead of just kind of like chucking and losing 65 games, right? But I don't know. You know, it could be the same old, and they could just fall into that same habit 15 games in and be awful, and then that's where Udoka goes to the front office and he's like, trade these jokers. You drafted the wrong players, you know? So let me, let, I don't know. Let me... Let me read you the last couple. No, I agree. Let me because let me read you the last couple games that the Warriors have in the entire season. And you throw these games in the beginning of the season could be completely different. They're at Orlando, at Charlotte, at San Antonio, at Dallas, at Houston. Those could all be tanking teams <laughs> by the end of the season. And then you've got Portland, New Orleans, Utah. Those could also be losing teams by the end of the season. Those aren't going to be losing teams in the beginning of the season. They're going to be trying their best. But come March and April. Those teams might be 20 games out of 500 and just saying, you screw know, it. You never know. Yeah. Trying to get Cooper flag or whoever it is. That's the number one pick. Whoever, whoever. One more year. <laughs> yeah. Whoever it is. Uh, that's the number one pick. I don't know who it is. What was I going to say? Uh, or it could be the opposite way. Like, I think Dallas will be good this year. Um, I, so I don't want to I, like, I think they'll be good this year. I don't, I think they're going to be 
not i think they'll make the playoffs i think they'll make they'll be above the play-in that's my yeah. that's my take wow. right now Ugh. but they also let, let's put it this way they strike me as a team who probably has to win that game so that could be a tough game but to your yeah. point who knows if they repeat last year they'll go into that game with the mindset of we need to lose this game to get our draft pick you know could go either way could really go either way that's kind of you know it's not really looking at it worth looking at anything other than the early part of the schedule because you don't know yep. how they're going to play out. Yep. Uh, you mentioned 15 back-to-backs, most in the league. Kind of annoying, but the truth of the matter is when you're on the West Coast, you tend to get a little shafted schedule-wise. I don't know I don't know how else to put it. It's just there's more teams on the East Coast. just gets a little tougher. I got one thing to call out, though. Yep. You know who has the most national TV games? More than oh. the Lakers. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. 41 for the Warriors. If you subtract NBA TV games, they still have more. I think they have 22 or 23, and the Lakers have one less. Um, does it surprise you that the Warriors have the most national TV games? So you're telling me Steph beat out the dual combo of both LeBron and the and the LA Laker uh, fan base? That is, I, I got to say, man, that is, that is impressive. Looking at this... Uh, uh, this picture here. I feel bad for the Nuggets. Um, 30 games? That's it? Defending champs? Best player in the world? 30 games? But uh, you've got a lot of, like, you've got a lot of teams. I mean, the Warriors and the Lakers got to be at the top. They've been, I mean, LeBron's been the biggest draw with Steph for, what, a decade now. Uh, the Suns are up there, though. They are up there. <laughs> you know, you want to know why Steph drew more than than LeBron in this one? Tell me. Oh, my God. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers don't. The ratings speak for themselves. I'm sorry, Bron. You're an all-timer, but you're not number 30. Yeah. Let's get uh, that back not, up there. Not a, not a single player more entertaining to watch uh, in any any facet of any <coughs> basketball than, than Steph Curry. It's, it's amazing. At least they've got... I mean, these are the most fun teams to watch if you're a casual NBA fan, right? If you're just... Com- combo of fun plus, like competitive i don't know well we'll yeah I, suns make sense celtics make sense yep. nuggets bucks make sense i don't know if there's really anyone who got snubbed there who i'm thinking you know like i i saw teams like the kings got like 20 some games so they're sneaking up and they yeah. deserve to be on national tv a little more um you know, it, it kind of mirrors what i expected i don't know i don't know how else to put it no, nothing crazy hey the and, war the warriors know. on christmas by the way got the 11 30 game against the nuggets 1230, 1230. Sorry, 1230. Yeah, yeah. They, they got the noon game. So, you know, they, they didn't get the night game. We thought they'd get the night game. So I think that's cool. The Niners play at five, right? Or am to I all the yeah. to all the uh to all the parents of toddlers. Game is during nap time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's that's a take I wouldn't have had on the pod seven years ago. That's for sure. But the, you know that is an adult food coma nap time as well too, though. That that's when I've drank too much and I gotta you know gotta gotta get back to life. You know what I mean? Ten a.m. Oh, that's that's the five p.m. game for me. That's so my Christmas. Let's talk this one through. Christmas, the noon game is when the liquor starts flowing. Mm-hmm. I can't justify having drinks at eleven a.m. in front of family. The judgmental looks come out. Okay, but you know. Once lunch has happened, there's some drinking, you're watching the games. And then the 2.30 game, the, the two best games are always that 12 and the 2.30, right? Yes. Those are, that's like the, uh, that's, that's prime time, whatever you want to call it. And 
you get into it. And then the five o'clock is what I would consider nap time. Yep. And that's when, that's when I've had five meals, even though it's not even dinner time and 15 cocktails. And I just need to lie down for a little bit and then I'll wake up and it's like Kings versus something at eight 15. I'm like, Oh, kind of into this, you know, <laughs> that's, that's kind of the the thing a little different this year though, because Niners play at five. Yes, so I need, you need to be lucid during the phone coma. Yeah. You need you to cannot, know. Cannot mess around, dude. Brock, you know I mean? Sam, Sam might be throwing picks left and right. Come six o'clock. You got to be awake for that. But um, Steve Young, Steve Young 2.0, baby. Thank goodness. I mean, the Warriors, we thought maybe would get that that seven o'clock game for a second. That oh, that would have been rough. Just I'm, I'm not even I, there's no way I'm sober by then. So so good for them. They did 1130 Celtics Lakers I, makes a lot yeah. of sense. I was a little peeved. They were going to put the defending champs and the biggest draw at a. Uh, at 7 30 i was like come on come yeah. on Sixers mostly because it makes so much sense at five it makes so much sense yeah that's nap time right yeah, yeah exactly oh. Oh. and then dallas phoenix 7 30 i can get with that that's makes cool. sense you know y'all luca yelling at at kd and booker i'm into it you know yeah, yeah it's a good one so this week's Light Years podcast is brought to you by NBA 2K Mobile. Sam, we got a new sponsor. This is my favorite one. Look, I'm a big play games guy, and NBA 2K Mobile just came out with a game that you can play right on your phone, dude. This is as convenient as it gets. You remember those unforgettable to go NBA moments? Get ready to create your own epic plays with NBA 2K Mobile. It is the must-play mobile game for basketball lovers who want to conquer the court online. You can download the NBA 2K mobile free and start customizing your My Player and Dream Team today. There's always something new to explore. Embrace the summer vibes with intense matches on the beach cruise court, dive in attorney mode, events, and regular updates for nonstop action. You can also unlock and collect tons of player cards to enhance your team's performance. I just unlocked a Jason Tatum card. I don't know what that means about me, that it, that was the card that I unlocked, but that's my guy. Future warrior, Jason Tatum. <laughs> that is my guy. You can step your game up on the court. You can showcase your skills, climb the leaderboard, become a basketball legend. You can play with the virtual joystick or relax with auto mode. Again, Best of all, it's free to play on mobile. So download the NBA 2K mobile free on the App Store, Google Play. Use my promo code TATUM2KMOBILE to redeem an exclusive Jason Tatum Pearl tier card. That's code T-A-T-U-M-2-K-M-O-B-I-L-E. NBA 2K mobile. This week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Game Time. Sam, I was in New York and I wanted to catch my first ever Yankee Stadium game. Went to it last second. The app that I used to buy the tickets was Game Time because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy. All the above. The Game Time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without distress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use Lightyears, L-Y-G-H-T, Y-E-R-S, 
for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code LIGHTYEARS for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I wanted to ask you this. I forgot. So first 20 games, seven of the first nine on the road, eight of the next 11 at home, and they don't leave the Pacific time zone. What is your prediction for the Warriors record through 20 games? 13 and seven. So I'm going to say they're going to struggle on the road to start. I'm going to say I I said I know I said six and three. I think they're going to fall closer to four and five, maybe uh, five and four uh, optimistically. But uh, to your point, like right after that, three and seven, please. Again, uh, but after that, they go Minnesota back to back, Oklahoma back to back, Houston, and then at Phoenix, San Antonio. Like it just it, it gets so much easier that I think they they start making a little bit of a run and pull away. So I, I'm going 13 and seven in their first 20, and then like you said, that's when the real fun begins. The next the next 10 or 20 after that, I'm going 15 and five. I'm feeling pretty optimistic about the schedule. Maybe I'm in a good mood. Maybe I'm just becoming a positive guy. Everyone tells me I'm negative and I hate the Warriors and I just do things for clout and all sorts of lies, which I always think is hilarious because you know me better than anyone. None of that's, <laughs> that's not how I operate. But anyway, I'm looking at the schedule. Okay, Phoenix opening night, they'll win. Sacramento, I think they're going in to win. They're going to split the first back-to-back Houston, New Orleans, 3-1. and one. Sacramento, I'm calling another win, 4-1. and one. Uh, OKC, Cleveland, Detroit, Denver. I'm going two and two there. Mm-hmm. I think they're six and three, and they're feeling really good about that. Now they come home, six and three turns into a nine and two homestand, 15 and five. That's my prediction. These aren't the easiest games, but I think everything I've heard from the Warriors, Steph Curry, Steve Kerr, Clay Thompson. Have you seen the Clay Thompson workout videos, by the way? Looking good. Looking like he's playing some pickup. He didn't play pickup last summer. Let's be honest. He didn't. Nope. Nope. Uh, Draymond, I know he's reading every negative tweet and just using it as fuel because he's a psychopath. I think they're going to come out hot. We'll see how the whole season plays out. We'll see how the Chris Paul thing plays out. But I feel very positive that this team knows they threw away a golden opportunity last year. And I think they're going to come out hot this year. That's my prediction. I'm calling 15 and five guy get friend of the show Trista to troll me on that one. So I can rub it in her face when it happens. Oh man. My, you know, my, my pushback to that would be the warriors workout videos starting to look like the, I am in the best shape of my life. Uh, training camp quotes <laughs> that come out. They're starting to look like uh hoodie mellow. Uh, and I, and this came to me when I was watching, Clay and and Kevin Love and these guys play against guys that I've never seen before. I watched Kaminga play against guys that um, I literally play against in my pickup leagues. And I'm kind of like, how much do these actually matter? I get we want to be happy and that they're locked in, but it's starting to look like this is what washed up players post on social media to try to get signed. But NBA teams type of so I'm just I'm just throwing it out there, Sam. I'm just throwing it out there. Not saying the Warriors are washed, but anytime you gotta throw who, stuff on social media repeatedly. Who would have thought I'd be the more forever Warriors guy? That is true. I'm just I'm just 
the minute the, the minute the game start, if Clay starts throwing up garbage, uh, you know it's gonna be a complete flip. You're gonna be you're gonna be a little more sensitive for him. Now I'm gonna be like trade him now. Well, that's what happened last season. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> what I, I'll always be like. You know, I can't I can't get rid of those guys for anything, which is funny because I'll have I'll have Clay's like childhood friend DM me from left and right about how mad he is. I'm like, you know, I love Steph. What are we What are we talking about here, guys? But uh, anyway. These videos, they don't move me as much as maybe they should, Sam. But uh, we'll see. Maybe we'll see Clay drop 60 points in a Black Ops pickup game. I'm more moved by the way they're talking. Yeah, yeah you, you're correct. I'm not moved by an out-of-context pickup clip. Like, newsflash, every NBA player can look good Destroys. because they're the best in the world. It doesn't, you know, that's not moving me. Now, you know what is moving me? Some real basketball. Newest warrior. Dario Saric, 12 assists in his FIBA qualifier here, in his warm-up game. 12 assists for future forever warrior Dario Saric. What do you think? I know you saw the clip. I know you threw up some tweets about it. What do you think watching Dario run the break as a point guard? Love him. I love him. I'm going to love him. I'm going to love Dario Saric. He is going to be one of my favorite players this season. You will You will – you will have to talk me out of the Warriors closing games with him is, is seriously how I love him. I guarantee you I would rather have Sarge closing games than CP3 at some point next season. I guarantee you that. Um, to me, watching this clip, I didn't watch the game, not going to lie to you, but it feels like he's going to be like a Bielitsa type, but probably a little bit, probably a lot better actually now that I think about it. He's not as good of a shooter, but he's going to be a better ball handler. He's going to be a better playmaker slash distributor. He's going to be a better finisher. Defensively, We'll see, but I just think he's going to be able to better do so defensively much. than thirty-four-year-old belly. I think we forget about that. We got we feet? got moving his feet a little bit. But oh, yeah, he wasn't great. He wasn't can't, great. can't ask can't ask for more. But we got like belly the last. Well, it was the last year of his NBA career. <laughs> There's no way around. Yo, he no just won the championship. I mean, he could still play in the league, but he just wanted to just wanted to sure. chip. That's it. If fi- he's five years older than Dario is right now, my big takeaway watching it is he looks healthy. Uh, remember over the summer we had Spike asking on, we talked Dario and you guys can go check out that episode. Uh, if you didn't catch it back in the day, it's easy to forget how good the player was when he was younger. Like he was a point forward. I would say passing honestly is probably more impressive than shooting for him. I agree with you. He could shoot the ball. Don't get me wrong, but you don't find six ten guys who play center who can pass like him. Uh, outside of, of course, the, the Jokic just a little bit, just like one of one, right? Like he's a he's a legit point forward. Uh, he's grown into being a center. I he obvious, obviously going to be a perfect fit for the Warriors system wise. To me, watching these, he just looks healthy. What's what set him back in the NBA and what has him on a veteran minimum? Injuries. His game might be a little more like Bielitsa, but his story is a little more like Otto Porter. I, I was going to guess. Yep, there is same a lot age, of Otto. Yep. same age. He's a $15 million player, $20 million maybe, yes. if he puts together multiple healthy years, but just hasn't happened for him. And it's, it's a rough break. Sometimes it goes that way for players, and uh, I think he's going to be huge for the Warriors. I agree with you. I do think he's going to close some games, and I do think he's the right piece to separate Draymond and Looney because now you got another smart forward who can play Warriors basketball and probably – is smart enough to just figure out enough stuff on defense. And that's exactly what they need. Second round series, postseason, uh, second round postseason next year, Steve Kerr will insert Dario Sarge at the five slash the four right next to Traymon. 
along with Steph, Clay, and Wiggins. And it, and everyone would be like, changing the starting lineup. And it's like, no, this is just the new version of Otto Porter playing the four or yeah. Andre Godala or Last year, they did it with Jordan Poole, which was not what you want. If you want to win playoff games, you cannot play a guy that can only play one side, and he wasn't even playing one side of the court, right? So um, this is more this is more like what the Warriors need is what I'm trying to say. This, this is more the type of player that the Warriors have won with versus what we saw last season. And I think the combo of him and Chris Paul will make the game so much easier for Kuminga. They don't need Kuminga to be a ball handler or a playmaker. They just need him to slash. They got a big who can pass. They obviously got a point guard in Chris Paul who can pass. He could just be a cutter. He can play the de facto role. Iguodala, or sorry, um, Iguodala definitely can pass. He can play the de facto role that uh, Wiggins plays, right? Like you're not asking Wiggins to do anything other than catch and shoot, cut, and finish. So I think I think it's great. I think he looks good. I'm I'm super excited about him. I mean, we celebrated signing him like it was Kevin Durant, which is probably a little over the top. But but I'm excited. You know, his skill set exactly fits what they need. And sometimes getting the player with the right skill set's better than just getting more talent, as we learned last year. Yeah, I wonder. So Otto got five per after the rehabilitation year with the Warriors. Dante got six, eleven, six. Yeah. Dante didn't get six. You're saying Otto got six. Otto got six, yeah. Yeah. Dante got 11 off the top of my head. 12, something like Full that. Full mid-level. 11, yeah. I wonder what Sarge gets after the season. So um, I, I just think it's a, it's a cool side because he'll play well and uh, he'll be healthy, like you said. And, uh, you know, maybe he'll get 10 plus um, after, after the season. He's still young. So that's cool, man. Cool he's playing well. Absolutely. All right, we'll leave it there. Appreciate everyone. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.